Shut up and sit down. Welcome, everybody, back to Fix My Lead. I'm Cooch Mina, here with the Commish. We have a special guest today. Uh, I'll let the Commish introduce him. As we get into the topic on settings, we have an upcoming fantasy league ourselves, the World League, that we're all uh, a part of. Commish, I'm going to let you talk about that and get into the settings of what we can expect this year. Sure. So, Chris, I'm sitting here with Josh. He's going to be part of this league as well. Uh, and we're doing 20 teams. So I've been having kind of a debate about what to do for the settings. And since we're going so deep, since we have 20 teams, I wanted, I really want to kind of push it. You know, if you're going to do a league like that, I don't want it to just be the obvious names. So right now, you, you got to follow me here, but it's you start a quarterback, a running back, a running back wide receiver slash – Three wide receivers, a wide receiver tight end slash, and a tight end. And I hear it. I'm, I'm getting a look from Josh as I say it, that that's a lot. But worst case scenario, worst case scenario, every all 20 teams would start five receivers. So the, there's 100 receivers in a given week that are catching passes. Now I hear you like, boy, that's going to get tough to start that fourth and fifth one. But don't you every year like draft a player that you're like, I hope he has a good game, or like I hope an injury happens and he gets like an opportunity, and yeah. then everybody catch like two or three passes a game. Yes, yeah, I, so- kind of, I kind of like the idea of starting that guy once in a while, of having like an opportunity to like play a a Gabe Davis from last year. Well, from my experience, now it sounds like we have to. to <laughs> you're doubling that experience for us. I'm gonna have that feeling with like three of my receivers yeah. now. Well, now, hear me out, hear me out, because <laughs> one of the wide receivers, like, like, there are two slash positions. So, some yep. people will play two running backs. I imagine some people would probably play two tight ends as well. So, like, I don't think there's a hundred wide receivers getting started every week, but, like, I think it's forcing people to, like, do a little homework and look at matchups or look at, you know, who's available. I also think if you're going to go with 20 teams – if you're working the waiver wire, you're going to have to, I don't know, you're going to, you're going to have to really like kind of scrape. So I don't know. I like it. I like sort of pushing people. What do you think? You're over there. I don't know. It's weird. Like you're just going to have a slot receiver, like be, I mean, I don't know. It's like, you're going to have guys get zero points. For sure. I think sure. Sure. But like that can happen anyway. Right. But yeah, sure. You get a guy. It's like baseball. It's like you're going to definitely have guys that are just getting zero just to field a team. Well, but you could also, like, let's say there's a week where you don't have somebody to play. You could be like, all right, I'll use a running back in that one slash position, and I'll start. I mean, if there's 20 teams, like I, like I said, I think there's 100 wide receivers. Like, I just looked up, like, the top 100 fantasy wide receivers. But it's not like every team in the NFL is uh, – doling passes around hey, like every receiver on the I, mean, I, I, I hear you, but that's all the more incentive. Stacking offense. That's that's all the more <laughs> incentive then to get wide receivers. Sure. I mean But I mean just the nature of numbers, you're gonna have, you know, the fourth receiver on the Dolphins. <laughs> sure. 
your starting roster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you think that's kind of like interesting to me? Like if I'm going to do another league, I don't want to just have two teams with like the same tier players. Like, I don't know, like that's boring to me. Sure. Right? So like I wanted it to be, I don't know, like thick enough, deep enough, whatever. That like. Well, we're definitely going deep enough where I'm going to have to learn some of the guys on the practice squad's names. For damn well, sure, like, like, all right, all right. <laughs> which is like, fine, but <laughs> so maybe like better set the table for how this league would work, right? Like, so there's 20 people in the league. So I have it set right now where you can only have two quarterbacks on your roster. So cool. some people in this league will have a backup quarterback, some will not. Right. And like if you, you know, you're, you're gonna, gonna have to backup quarterback at some point though, because of Sure, but like. So you have a backup quarterback, and if you don't, you might have to cut somebody to make. But like, I wanted there to be, I wanted it to be kind of like transactional, where like, okay, you're going to draft a team, but you're going to have to make moves to like survive the season, as opposed to just like, cool, we did some league, somebody auto drafts and just lands on like three fucking boom players, and like that's it. Like, I wanted it to be, I don't want to say complicated, but but deep. Yeah. Um, I just feel like it's so deep where it's like everyone will be, everyone of note will be snatched up almost immediately and then there will be like less movement. I mean, I, I like, let's use the Bills for example, right? Like, and I think in most leagues, nobody's drafting Emmanuel Sanders. But in this league, you might be like, all right, he's my fifth wide receiver. I, right? know, I disagree. I think he's like, uh, number, he's wide receiver too. Like, all right, but sometimes Isaiah McKenzie, but like, like whatever, well, like Kumaro or something like yeah, that. Sure, sure, sure. Where it's like, yeah, you're going to have to, oh, okay, hey, so and so is not playing this week, so that makes Cole Komet from the Bears a better look. Like, I don't know, like, I wanted that. Yeah. I want, like, I mean, you could remove one of those wide receiver positions and just start two wide receivers every week and then have the two other slashes. It's also like two tight ends. That's, I mean, there's really only say like 20 pass catching tight ends i mean the other one's like block i mean it's like if you get lee smith on your team you're not well yeah but sure. you're not gonna you're not gonna pick up lee smith you're gonna sign hopefully i you know, know after <laughs> a while like, two per team 20 teams sure 40 tight ends you're gonna get you know the blocking tight end then. right but you don't have to start two tight ends so let's right. say let's say four teams each week are like all right i got two tight ends that's my best look like there's probably 24 tight ends that are catching a couple passes. I mean, there's there's definitely strategy involved no matter what you do with yeah, a I roster mean, that big. It's it's uh there's definitely going to be significant dead weight on some teams with like just the like just what Josh was saying, the amount of injuries that could, that could happen like you're going to have teams that are loaded with players that are just plain healthy or guys that are productive that get at least I don't know, like 5 6 catches a game. And then other teams that have a complete desert that have absolutely nothing, you know, just are, are going to be destroyed. But, I yeah. mean, that's the nature of it. Yeah, I mean, so, like I said, I think it's like if you put, like, smart limits, so it's like you can only have two quarterbacks, you can only have three or four running backs, you can only have six wide receivers. Like, that way nobody's just camping out. You know, I didn't want it to be like, oh, okay, cool. Let's say I'm playing Josh and his quarterback's hurt and he doesn't have a backup <clears> quarterback. I don't want to be able to just, like, cock block and pick up every available quarterback. And now I'm like, ha you don't even have one. So, like, yeah, I thought if you put tight enough limits on certain positions. Well, let me ask you this. What do you what do you think about two things? One, what do you think about, 
limiting maybe taking away one or two receiver spots, but bumping up specific ways to get points, like just building up slot receivers in a different way, um, where you're giving more points to certain produ- uh, production on the field. And then two, it's been nearly 10 minutes, and I feel like we've been horrible hosts and really not introducing Josh Potter, who's our guest. So, Josh, thanks for being here. Please listen to the Josh Potter Show. My, my apologies, Chris. Uh, <laughs> this time I did a show at Helium. <laughs> That's right. Great show. Um, I, you know, I don't want to remove necessarily anything. I mean, I think if it's like, hey, just go to two starting wide receivers, but I, look, I drafted a guy last year named Van Jefferson for the Rams, and I was like, <laughs> I was fucking juiced about it. I took him really high. I saw some interview with Sean McVay where he was going to be like, oh, he's so smart. He's getting the playbook so well. And I was like, fuck yeah. I think they were on hard knocks too, which is hard to pass up. And that access. What's that? I think it's the Cowboys, which sucks. Oh, I was so excited. Van Jefferson, I was like, man, this is going to be great. And uh, Sounds like a piece. He blew ass, but I took him like really high. You know, and so I'm like, I would have... I would have had weeks where I could start a Van Jefferson and get his three catches for 41 yards of that fluke touchdown. Like, I don't know. I like a hundred percent. I realized there won't be like studs to start there, but like, to me, that's almost the point. Anybody who has Michael, maybe Michael Thomas is a bad example. Anybody who has Devonte Adams on their roster knows like, all right, clearly I'm starting Devonte Adams. To me, I'm like, do you know to start Marquez Valdez Scantling or yeah, I don't know. For sure. I also, so the other thing I wanted to add was head coaches. I'm getting a lot of blowback on that. It's just that there's only so many. So it's like, if you make a niche thing like that, it's like, well, I guess I have to draft that high. I mean, no, I mean, so like, all right. So with kickers, sacrificing your. So, well, with this league, since it's 20 teams, I did kickers, team defense, and head coaches. You can only have one. So, like, come the bye, yeah, so, like, come your bye week, or if, like, somebody gets hurt, then you just have to cut them. And so that way, like, you could, like, stream a head coach each week. You could say, like, who's got a good matchup. And, like, the scoring is, I don't want to say minimal, but, like. Is it, like, five get, points? Like, you, you get a couple of points for a team win. You get a couple more points if it's a blowout. And, you know, you lose two points if you lose. You lose a couple more points if you get blown out. It's not really that detailed. I just. I don't know if I'm going to do, like I say, if I'm going to do another league, I like it to be different. And I'm also pro things. Like I want as many players playing as possible. I want to, I want to be able to watch like the Thursday night game and go, you know, I got, I, I don't know, JD McKissick for yeah. the Redskins. Oh, sorry. The Washington football thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people are more pro points. I've been in a league that for the longest time just kept the same status quo it was fine and you knew exactly what to expect, but because there was no significant changes at all for nearly a decade, I mean, it just, yeah, it, it gets a little boring. Like sure. I try to think about like, you know, in that fantasy football commissioners group on Facebook, like I, I see people be like, Oh, I've got an eight team standard league. And I'm like, that seems boring almost like, I right. don't know. Well, and so to counter that, you know, if you go heavy offense, it's fantasy football, so you want points. Wide receivers always like the sexiest position because it's high risk, high reward most times. I've been in, in another league where it's like a crazy amount of points, where it's just hard to keep up based on your personality. If you want to get into something every day, every game, 
you absolutely couldn't have that option, or you could just kind of coast with some big name players and still get a lot of wins that way. Um, now, now I want to make I want to make a league where you can't coast. You're right. I make a league where you have to draft, but then you also have to manage week to week. I can't stand. I mean, in like my big dynasty league, like the the best team pulled off a trade a couple of years ago. I don't want to say the league the league is like lopsided, but like it sucks going into a league where somebody's just like a killer. That's not fun to me. Like I want so yeah. I, like, I want to have to like yeah you got to draft a team. Do some work. Even if you do land on a couple of good like late picks or you do like draft really well, like I don't know, you still got to put in that work as the season goes on. And sure. vice versa, if you don't draft well, you know, but you're diligent and you like pay attention to the waiver wire and you make smart pickups based on bye weeks or matchups or injuries. Now I got to acknowledge the people there. Like I'm with you, but I, for the sake of playing devil's advocate, uh, there's always people in the league and I've been that guy too where they don't give a shit about any of that. Like they, they want to coast or they want to, the draft is their main yeah. thing. And then they do very minimal work during the, the year. But yeah. you can't, I, like trying to cater to some of those guys too, where they, they do enjoy parts of it throughout the year, essentially either waiver wire warriors or they're just more into the trades or yeah, whatever yeah. it is. I, mean, I, I think there's guys who just like show up at a draft for sure just to have some beers. Now, like specific to this world league, you know, I um, I run a baseball league that has twenty teams. I run a basketball league that has eighteen. Josh is a part of both. God bless and, you. Uh, one one not very <laughs> successful, um, but you know, so I've I've tried to fill this world league with people that not just play fantasy football, but maybe wanted. That's something different, you know? So it's like, right. I would never, if I was just like starting a league, I would never in a million years be like, we're going to start five head coaches and there's going to be 20 of us and all this. I mean, I wouldn't do things like that. It would be a little more vanilla. But considering these are all people that like I know play fantasy sports that I've been in leagues with before. Yeah, yeah. they're pretty active. I like pushing it. Let me ask Potter, because you're here with us, man. Are you more of... I mean, what's your activity like throughout the week with it? Are you do you care about uh, more engaged with the waiver wire, or like do you enjoy trading more and stuff like that? Just I guess in terms of fantasy football, like basketball and baseball is totally different monster too. But what's kind of your methods? Not everything. I mean, it depends on how it's going. You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, if I need to change things, I I look to trade, you know, or the waiver wire. I don't I don't like have a preference. I would prefer to draft well and <laughs> right. not have to change anything. I mean, that's the goal, I would imagine. This, but like, I'm not going to just tinker with it just for shits and giggles. I'm going to, yeah. like, you know, like if I draft well, I'm not going to really, like, be active. It doesn't mean I'm less engaged or anything like that. It's just that I drafted a good team. You know? Like, I'm not going to give up my players just, you know, for the thrill of, I'm on the I'm on the message boards. There's definitely people who do shit like that though. Like I, I got a guy in my league who like tinkers too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. trade just to trade, and then you're like, yeah, all right. Like you ever get offered something that's like bananas? Yeah. And somebody's like, I just wanted to make a move, you know? And like, you're like, <laughs> fuck it, okay, I'll take. Yeah. I'll take Lavernius Coles for free or whatever. But if that's, I have a that's dumpster fire and I know my way out or I can figure it out. You know, I'm gonna do the stuff. Do what's necessary to win, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. The draft is the most important part of 
you know, waiver wires, trades. Like I, I used to be, I think when you're just getting started in fantasy football, you're just like you said, Kamish, you want to do all these ridiculous trades or just try out things to try out things. But yeah. uh, over the course of time, I like taking advantage of the dummies. That's fun when you get sure, the opportunity. Sure, taking advantage of dummies is fine, I guess, as long as it doesn't leave you lopsided or, or you know, somebody's just got an unfair advantage. I love when, like, an article comes out or something and it's like, this person is, like, the starting running back now or something, and then you go pick them up or whatever. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like, race? Yeah, for sure. A lot of it backfires, which is great. Uh, the baseball league I mentioned, I mentioned earlier – like anytime you saw an article that was like so and so makes their debut tonight, or like so and so gets called up to the majors, you I mean you had to like drop everything you were doing if you wanted to get that guy. Yeah, exactly. Um, or the, or they you know. Well, they they have we have no waiver order, so it's just a free for all. People are just always free agents. Yeah, so you could wow. potentially like, and I was up at the crack of dawn every day. Yeah, so I'd see the first articles that come out. I'm on Twitter like crazy. And that was just, it was just like, yeah, man, sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. Like someone now my, you know, this has been since like seventh grade or whatever. So now people have like kids and shit. Yeah. So it's like, Hey, aren't you up early too? Right. Kind of throw that. In there. <laughs> yeah, I like doing, I like doing the like free agent budget where like whatever, every Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. Like everybody has to put a bid in. Cause no, otherwise like, you know, I don't know. It sucks. All, all of my like references for this is like pretty dated, but like the year Willie Parker came out of nowhere, yeah. like I remember like my buddy getting him just because like yeah he just was yeah fast. Well, like fast the one I remember, I mean it had no consequence, but one I'll never forget is like Carson Wentz or no mm-hmm. um, Carson Palmer going to the Raiders or like signing with the Raiders or whatever. And I remember I like worked at a sports station, sure, and got the thing, and I just was like, well, before I take this to the air, I'm going. <laughs> Yeah, two two years in a row. I won't say like who it is. They're not listening either way, I guess. But like uh, a guy in my league would do this thing where at the very end of the season, before ESPN kind of like shuts it down for the year, he would like go on and make moves, make like free agent moves, like after the championship game. And so then the following year, when we would go back to be like, who was on your roster? So like to see who he could keep. All of a sudden, you'd be like. Hey, you had Josh Gordon or like, oh, you know, like <laughs> go pick up like the guys that everybody had cut because they were hurt for the year. Wow. And like, yeah, I mean, like some people are just scheming like that. So it's kind of a dick move. Yeah. Well, that's why you got to make rules. That's why you got to limits and make people start eight wide receivers and stuff. You got to like push people. I think that's amazing. You had insider trading, Josh. That's amazing. <laughs> that's sports network. I'm- I just, I, you know, I have a, a, a friend, he's going to be part of this World League, this guy, and uh, he was telling me in a baseball league he's in, it's the first year with him and his buddies, and he goes, yeah, I got a friend who kind of didn't pay attention to his team, I gave him 10 bucks and he gave me Walker Bueller. And I go, yeah, man, that's cheating, I don't think you should tell anybody else in the league. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, no, man, I don't think he's cheating, like he wasn't really paying attention, yeah. I go, like, yeah, you, know, you got his players. I guess that counts in baseball, I mean, in baseball, like you do cash. Sure, sure. I mean, yeah, but like if you're in a fantasy league and somebody's like, hey, by the way, this is Bob. He's an architect and he's loaded. He's just going to buy your team once you're out of the playoffs. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so that's not quite, I don't know. But no, okay. So so to circle back to this World League thing. So sure. you think you think people being able to potentially start five receivers is too much? I mean, 
I think you're going so in depth that it's going to have the reverse, the reverse effect of what you want it to be. Meaning what? People are going to be like, "Fuck this! I don't want to." No, I think it's going. It's so deep that it'll end up being boring. Interesting. So, like, meaning like you'll have low scores, or it's just like not even that. It's just like people will realize that there are positions of just no consequence. I mean, it's like, oh, I might get a splash out of my fifth receiver or whatever, but typically it's a position where it's like I don't have to. You know, it's like a luck thing. It's more of a luck thing than it is a skill thing. So, okay, okay. So, if we have 20 teams, what do you think is the right makeup? I think three receivers, two running backs, and then a flex, like a standard flex spot. Okay, so uh, if we were to do that, you're talking 20 teams, people could start three running backs? Three running backs, three receivers, or four receivers, or two tight ends. I mean, I mean, depending on the flex. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, you could, we have a flex, like I said. I mean, we have like a... Yeah, you had like three flexes. Why I, I had a wide receiver tight end and a, a wide receiver running back. But yeah, I mean, we can like combine the two flexes into just one. Yeah. You think everybody's starting two running backs? Because I'm like, come weeks that there's bye weeks and there's 20 teams, that's 40 running backs already. And there's, then, I mean, to and then a flex on top of that. Running. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's true. There's no team that's just like other than like the Titans. Even and, the Titans, I mean, like they still have a guy who takes third down carries. Right. Yeah, I it's uh I think finding it's tough to find that good balance. Maybe if you maybe if it's like Josh is saying, like three wide outs, kind of a standard set. Because sometimes you run the risk of if you got so much just dead weight where there's guys you know, cranking out zeros and half your team is just 0. 0.0 points. points. I think finding good, a good balance if you're starting a league too, and especially for the world league is, is going to be clutch. I think three is good. A flex is great. Two running backs is standard. I think four receivers is kind of pushing it, but like you said, it could be more fun or it could have. Yeah. I mean, I, I like I said, I, I don't want people to be bored for sure. I'm such like a freak that I'm like, I'd be into drafting a. I don't even know. I'm trying to think. Because you got to think this. Even if you have four versus starting wise, four, five, you still have bench players that you have to draft. Sure. Yeah. Everyone has a bye week. I mean, like, then you're talking like you have all those starting receivers, and then you have the bench on top of it that you're subbing in people for those bye weeks. Sure. I mean, I don't know. It just seems like a lot. Okay. So then do you go with a deep or a shallow bench? Shallow. Like mm-hmm. keep, it, keep it kind of tight so that yeah. people got to make cuts. Right. Yeah, because then then you're driving more more to the waiver wire too and the trades and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. giving people an opportunity to pick somebody up or to like recover from a bad draft. For sure. yeah, or they I just they need it too because you got a shallow depth chart to look at too stuff like that. Then yeah, it's a little more necessity than just kind of luxury too, which is which could be fun. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, I think I think tweak the rosters. I mean, I, like I said, I'm like a bit of a freak. Hearing you two talk about it, it makes it sound like, uh, you know, the better move is maybe combine the two flexes. I, I, I struggle, though, with, with a 20-team league to have two starting running backs in a flex. I just think the, the potential that people could be starting 60 running backs, I don't know. I don't know. That seems like a lot. Now, obviously, if it was like a 10 or 12-team league, that's no biggie. Everybody's just going to pick up a, you know, third down back or whatever but right. 
No, it's a good discussion, man. It's- Anybody that's got comments or thoughts on that, if if commission's going too crazy with it all, feel free to give your two cents on it. If you have a similar experience with like 20 people or just a huge roster uh, in your league, I'm curious to hear how that went year to year. And the inverse too, of course. If you have a really small, short list of people uh, starting lineup, how does that go? Just good conversations, good things to think about in your league, and it's always good to change it up a little bit. Well, we'll cut it there for now. We'll, we'll come back with a different segment in just a minute. I always like to hear fun stories of whether it's like draft day parties or punishments or strip, like have incentives to win. Josh, do you have any any interesting stories from all your years of fantasy football? Anything that kind of sticks out? We always make the last place guy pay for like pizza at the draft. That was always like the last place punishment. That's a good one. You have to pay for pizza, but it sucks because like in recent years, like I moved away. And so did, like, a couple of other people. So, like, we don't get the pizza gift. So we're trying to figure out a new way right. to, like, really punish last place. And, I mean, we're trying to just figure that out. It's just also weird when you get into, like, discrepancies of, like, income. Like we're talking <laughs> about friends. There's that episode where, like, three of them make money and three of them don't. They yeah. have to have that awkward. So, like, we're at the point now where it's, like, we're in our mid-30s, like, Let's up the dues a little bit. <laughs> what, wait, what, what were the dues? I mean, they've gone from like seventh grade being $25 each to being like, now we're there at like uh, $150 or something like that. And we're like, come on, let's get up and we spend so much time on this. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, like to, to get the like winnings up to be, you know, higher I've than heard, $1,500. I've heard of people doing $1,000 a league and like, it sounds like a lot, but it's like, it's really not. That's giving yeah. you. The real juice. Yeah, and like everybody really like, care, and everyone will really care. Exactly. Right. Yeah, nobody, nobody's like fucking around if it's a thousand dollars. But Josh, do you still have virtually the same group of guys in that league since seventh grade? That's everyone. We did an expansion like freshman year of college, and we had to. We've only kicked out one person, and it was when we did a ex, uh, two-team expansion. One of the guys that we brought in. Who was in our friend group? He didn't pay his due, so he was like excommunicated. <laughs> it's so funny because now he like makes a bunch of money, and he's like, "I will send you the fifty bucks or whatever it was." We've <laughs> like, already been replaced, and there's a guy right now that's like kind of like it seems like he's on the outs, and we already have a guy like lined up to take his team over. If he <laughs> so we take takeover is it like a dynasty thing? Like is he like no, no, it, uh, it's not at all. He doesn't get anything other than the records, I guess, the franchise records because we oh, keep all that. Stuff. Okay, okay, so so. If you're like the, the Ravens, team. you you like keep the Browns record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice. Right. Like, what is that? Well, it's just new ownership. It's like if he wants. To, it's not like a relocation thing, but like interesting. Because okay. we keep all the we keep all the numbers. Like everything, you could go look up. Everything. But so, like, let's say I was the guy who wanted to like join your league, and I was like, I want to buy. <laughs> you get Ben's franchise. I want to buy the, the, the fighting Ben's. Yeah. 
you have all their records. So like now, well, like so, if I came in, I was like, I'm gonna know. rename this team. Would you guys be like, no, 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 no? I mean, we don't really have. I'm the only team that's kept the same name since seventh grade. Damn. Man, what is it? The Maho Flacos. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone used to like do names to shit talk the other person. So like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, as far as like the franchise goes, the owner owns that team. Like my team, you could look up every record that I've had. Interesting. Where do they keep? Where, is, money where is that information? You say you look it up. It's in a spreadsheet. Like, okay. It's on hard drives or whatever. Chris, my friend Chris does all of it like worldly chris yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, that's exciting wait so what what hosting site do you guys use or have you been using we're we always use yeah but, but it's like we've kept our own because yeah yeah you gotta do, you gotta do like your own like back end yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. sometimes it's like how much money you've made how, what your like wins and losses are yeah i like the stat we have a stat in uh this other league i've only been a part of it for like three years but it's like this whole family that my my buddy runs and they have total amount of money that so-and-so's won like they keep a tally and there's one family member that's won like you know something like over five grand over the span of however many years like that to me is interesting my uh, my big like dynasty league we just had people getting their like hundredth regular season win in the last couple of years so yeah. i started like celebrating that like my brother-in-law got his 100th regular season win i think it was two years ago and like i made like a bit like i hyped it up like the way the nfl would that's cool. Yeah, like and I was like that that like that's neat. Some people have really bad records, like it's crazy. Uh, but a few people are, are getting up there. Yeah, like we it, I mean there's one guy in my league that's never made the playoffs. Wow. At, for for that long? Wow, how would you keep doing it after yeah, all? Yeah, what holy shit. That, he tries too. He's just that shitty. How much money has he dumped into the league? I mean every year, I don't know. Well it's twenty five dollars until it was our old year. We actually made him Give up the commissioner spot to give to the other to give to Chris. It's just sure. a punishment, or you just were like, you need to go. A little bit of both. I mean, Andy brought in the. It was his roommate that came in and didn't pay the dues the one year, so we were like, you. That was part of the fallout of that. Yeah. The, Scandal. Yeah. Scandal. Wow, uh, I, I'm impressed by the how many years you've been running that. That's crazy to me. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, seventh grade. So what's that? Like ninety six it's ninety seven, ninety eight? Uh ninety eight probably. Yeah. Wow. Do you remember who your first ever pick was? No, I have no dude, I wasn't in it. I don't know if I ever I I think I don't think I did. I don't remember. I don't remember who was playing that. I think the first player I ever drafted was Brett Favre. I think. I had Hamill and Damian Tomlinson on a team. I know like one of the back. first times I won, I had Tony Romo. Really? Yeah. Oh. Interesting. And it was like when he was brand, like it was like, that must have been like 2002. When it was like, what happened to Drew Bledsoe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, like Chris, you asked Josh about like like draft stuff. Like every year, like my league, we're going on like 16 years. And like every year we talk about like, what should last place do? And it's either like something insanely gross that like nobody would do. Like you got to eat pickled eggs and then chug a 40. Right. Or it's something weird and toxic. Like you got to hold a dildo. Like, I don't know. Like it's. We did put a sign on our last place guy's lawn this year that just said, I suck at fan because I suck at fantasy. Oh, that's great. That's a good like one. Like a baby now and shit. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's like <laughs> You hear people like, oh, you got to get a tattoo or like you got to well, put a bumper sticker on your car. I don't know how often people would go by a honk or whatever, but like Chris would show up in his driveway and like do an Instagram video and like be like, 
sucker and like hawk real loud and pull out. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what makes it. It's got to be twofold. It can't just be like putting something there. You got to have the other guys taunt the hell out of them about it. We so there's a league where like it's easier, like you said, if everybody's in the same vicinity. So uh, my buddy's in a league where the loser, because it's like a neighborhood league, and the loser has to mow everybody's lawn for the entire summer. Which what? I thought, oh yeah. my god, that's, that's way too. That's way too intense. It's, it's, but yeah, but everybody's busting their ass all year. I think it's or, great. Or everybody has really shitty lawns all summer. I feel yeah, like that's, hey. that's what my league. <laughs> you know, yeah. Really lawn for a summer. Um, Little manual no, labor. We do, we do this thing. So we have six teams that don't make the playoffs. And um, so we do this thing, shop roulette, and I don't like advocate uh, alcohol abuse, whatever. But uh, so there's, so there's again, six teams don't make the playoffs. So the person who comes in last place has to take six shots. The person who comes in second to last place has to do five. But hear me out. Wow. Not all, not all of them are shots of alcohol. Okay. A couple of them are just soda or just juice, but you don't know that. <laughs> so that's why it's shot. So you have to sort of. It could be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't remember exactly what we do. I think. I think half of them. I think half of them are actual shots. Half of them are just juice or soda. But you don't know. You just haven't so closed their eyes or what? Yeah. What's the so presentation? It's a little scary. And like we did have a guy. We so Josh mentioned like expansion, and we like expanded a league. And the kid we brought in, he was a he was a friend's cousin. He's a good kid, but he was already, I think, a little drunk. And then he did the shot roulette and got more drunk. And then his first franchise pick ever was Evan Ingram. And there was, oh, man, there was so much talent on the board. Have you ever been in a draft? you ever been in a draft where, like, everybody in the league almost kind of tries to stop you? You know, they're like, <laughs> like people were like, people were like, hey, man, are you sure? Evan, I was you that sure guy. about that? Like, I was that guy when uh, I drafted TJ Yeldon. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, gonna have a breakout year. I thought like he's behind the Jaguars. He's taking over Fred Taylor. He's behind the Jaguars line or something. I don't. Know. Yeah, yeah. And then like one of your buddies will casually be like, you know, so and so is still available, and you're like, hey man, yeah, I got this. I, I overbought him. I was like, I don't know. I thought he was gonna be. I'm like taking a flyer out on this guy. It would be fun, like Josh, like you were mentioning, like you guys keep like all your records and stuff. Like it would be fun to go back and see like. We have all our drafts too. If so, yeah, if somebody took the time and poured over it for a minute to be like, "Who's the biggest bust in your league ever?" Like, They've who's the best? I, Chris has done that. Like, yeah, because we'll have store like um, I don't know. We'll have bets too. Like after the draft, like last year, I drafted Waller over Ertz. Yeah, the whole year, nice. Chris and I each other about like who's going to have the most collected points. Like, it's always going to be Waller. Waller. Right. Well, now it was, but it wasn't before. Now it was the number yeah. one. Waller, the Waller. Waller. Sure, sure. And no one expected Waller to usurp Ertz. I mean, think about it since the Super Bowl that he won. You know, like, he's been, like, the top guy. Mm -hmm. Other than, you know, I don't know. And going back to the depth of, like, having all that history, I used to be a huge uh, stat nerd to basically create trivia throughout the draft because if it started to kind of get lame or just have a big lull, I would throw out some trivia questions. And I even created a, a... uh, basically a card game with like hundreds of questions of trivia from like the past couple of years. And that pumped a lot of life into things because it made everybody, I mean, you're talking about years and years of history. To You can add a prize to it at the end of it, whether but, it's... You're saying that's, so that's obviously like a live draft. Do you do a live draft? Yeah. You're I'm going home for this year. But yeah, no, we do it live. We do it on a board. There's no Yahoo. Like there, we do it on a, a giant whiteboard. 
How long does that take, you guys? What's your time frame? That's, I it was takes just too long. And get this, like people lately, always think. This is the thing. This is the thing, though. The reason it takes too long is because there's always one person who's not local that's there. That's like you got to call an asshole. Like, that's a golf course. So there's last year was so egregious that this one person might lose their team if they're not like present for the draft. Yeah, it's like it's it sucks because you. It always sounds easy enough before you start doing it that you're like, I'll call you, I'll tell you who got picked, you tell me who you want. No, 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 that's terrible. See, like, if that you're is, doing that, like, then you're not works. concentrating on your own team. You're right. Like, no, 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 for sure. Or you get to the point, like, you ever have somebody leave? We had to do a, we ended up having to do, like, a, a, a ongoing spreadsheet so you know who was taken. You know what I'm saying? So, like, people yeah. that are on Zoom or whatever can see. That's yeah. smart, actually, yeah. Like well, did, well, they have, like, Clicky Draft for that now, which is a good spreadsheet that's uh, live. You guys ever use that at all? I have. Uh, my, my buddy sent a list. He, like, removed everybody's keepers. I think that's what he used, yeah. Clicky Draft is good for guys that are out of town because you're right, Josh. It's a huge, It's an incredible pain in the ass. Um, usually the guys that are Zooming for us are pretty good and on top of it. We actually have our our worst draft, the worst draft I was a part of, I'm pretty sure went just over the seven hour mark. And yeah, I don't mind that though, because like I take the day. I mean, like I sure. yeah, even when I worked in like an office, I took off. I like called in sick. I didn't even care. I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to the drive. Like there's never and that's why I don't understand why like when you make the day months in advance, you have right. the time. Like why people still are like no, I'm golfing the always, day. Always, always. I like uh, our, our draft usually takes at least like four or five hours and every year about a month before the draft somebody in the league goes like we really got to get a timer this year or something and you think, <laughs> like, why man we talk like these are the same people that will call me throughout the season and want to talk for 90 minutes about their team yet the day of the draft the day they get to put that thing together you know it's, it's, they uh, want it's to like, like this is like yeah, Christmas yeah, like, yeah. it should be like no, it's, it's my favorite part of fantasy it's like my favorite. The whole the draft is like the whole thing. This is well, this is like a great fucked up tip. So if you do a live draft, what I find always happens is people at first are like, "I'm going to keep up on who's been drafted," and then eventually they stop. Everybody drops off, and there's one or two people that have like a good active list. So what you do is, if you have a guy low on the rankings that you kind of like, you cross them out ahead of time, so that when everybody looks at your list to be like, "Wait, can I see who's been taken?" Well, see, they just ours, they just blow past that name because it's already crossed everyone out. Everyone keeps a pretty accurate list in ours because if you put a name up there that's already been taken. Or oh yeah, you get roasted. Not you lose your pick. Oh, oh wow, okay. that's good. That's, that's smart. That's a that's a good wrinkle. Like boom, next person goes. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's a good that's a good idea. Now, are you guys charitable enough in your leagues where the commission supplies like a rankings list or something so people can cross it off, or is it just everybody's on their own? One rankings list, so people can get materials from all different spectrums. So, like when you go, like when someone takes someone, it's actually an interesting conversation because, like, someone will take someone in like the third round. You're like, really? Because he's just like eighteenth, fourteenth yeah, on my list. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, well. I like a long draft. Like for me, again, exactly right. It's Christmas. It's, it should be the most fun of all of your time in fantasy football. It's the best day of the year for me, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. And I love it being long. The issue is like sometimes the guys that are there take well over five minutes to make a pick, which can be fun if you roast the hell out of them. But yeah. when things start to get stagnant, because also like 
what are you even looking at? Like, come on, let's go. I mean, like. Right, right. Yeah, you're trying to, like, simulate a whole season in your head to be like, ah, like. So yeah, what? Like, we do have, like, time limitations, but it's not like we have a set timer. You know what I'm saying? We, we've, yeah, I've, I've implemented things where, and that's why I'll do, like, a trivia thing. Like, after two rounds, I'll throw out, like, two or three bits of trivia because people want to hear more. So it gets them to want to pick faster. It's kind of incentive too, but also like we've Im implemented things like uh, we'll play the the Oscar wrap up music, so people have to get their ass to the podium. Sure, sure. Uh, or just play like you know, give somebody like entrance music from. Do you, have, do you have like an actual podium? Like in my league, my buddy like legit built a bright blue and yellow podium, and we have a sign that goes up in the in this in my friend's basement. Wow. So it, it almost looks like Goodell status when you go up to make your picks. It's it's uh, basically I agree. I mean that's amazing. I wish I had that. Well, like I'll post a picture. I'll like I'll send you the picture. It's it's uh yeah, it's pretty wild. I'll post it on the the our Twitter. Just generally speaking, I think it's important to have, I don't know, a couple of guys that can go back and forth with like having a DJ, somebody DJ for a little bit to kill the lulls. Um, oh, like. I, I don't know who is like watching, you know, you don't have an audience, but like doing like intro music as yeah. people come up to make their picks. Amazing. If it goes long and it takes all day, it's tough because you don't want to keep drinking because your picks are going to get worse and worse. But I mean, got to find ways to cure in the boredom during that. Sure. We do uh, shots for the champions have to do shots. Like it's a ring shot, like at some point, like out of the cup. Interesting. So you, that out of that's your trophy. Yeah. Like all, like just the champ, the champion, or all former champions. Every like in an order, you have to do, um, like just go through the championships. So you do like you end up doing a couple if you want to. Some people won zero. So yeah, that's awesome. That's a great yeah. idea. Do the champions get to pick what they take a shot of, or is it? That's like it goes throughout the draft, so it's not like you have to like we're racing to do it. You know what I mean? Right. I like that. I I would always try to implement new ways uh, during the draft, get uh, the juices flowing a little bit for people just to keep up with their teams. I was really close. I was lobbying really hard for 12th place to have to get an enema and show the doctor it noticed something like that. And we were really- How do you enforce that? I mean, like, exactly. if, nobody, if your buddy shows up, <laughs> yeah, go, yeah, dude, I went and got the fucking enema. Are you like, prove it? I mean- yep. Yep, whatever it receipt, at least a photo in the office, whatever it took. We were we were really close. We were really close one year. And ironically, I was I was gonna be the one to lose. Anything to get things uh, a little more active. Yeah, I hear I mean I hear you. I try to like schedule breaks. So it'll be like round five and I'll go, you know, okay, after the seventh round, everybody go, you know, if you smoke, go smoke, go take a piss. I'm like try to like, yeah, re energize people. But yeah. uh, last year we had like a team leave and that's always like a tough spot too. Cause then you're like, do you draft for them? Do you just leave their spots open? Cause collectively drafting for someone. I mean, we, this isn't a shot at you, Josh, but I used to be in a league where we had a blind guy. So after a while he would just go like, give me the best available. And uh, you yes. know, he, he got some like sympathy. And so the rest of the league would go like, all right, well, who does everybody not want that will give him like, I, I mean, that gets like so tricky. So last year we had, we had two guys that have a team and they left, they like huffed out because uh, they thought the draft was taking too long. 
And so we just left those spots open. And uh, they went into the season with like four open spots. I mean, they made free agent moves, you yeah. know, so like they still filled them, but they lost out on, I think, I want to say like five or six rounds of value. So, well, if it's the last few spots, anyways, you're pretty much dropping them within the first few weeks as it is and dumping Maybe, them. But to, to me, the way you like win fantasy football is one of those picks slamming, you know, Good. absolutely. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't realize, you know, so and so is going to be great. Oh, those are my fa- my favorite picks in the last five or six. For sure. You take a chance on somebody? Yeah. Sure. I, way back in the day, took Frank Gore when he was like a nobody. Was he on the Jets? I oh. for years. Years. I mean, like, to the point where, like, I have his Todd McFarlane action figure. And I love Frank Gore. <laughs> he signed with the Bills. I was thrilled. But, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I love snagging well, Frank Gore in the 18th round or whatever it is. <laughs> Well, that, that goes both ways. I mean, the worst is when that team wins it all. We had a, a buddy who actually really does very well year in, year out, and he couldn't make it. And he gave me this super convoluted listing of people to draft, which made my life so much worse to sure. draft two teams, essentially. He had every single round, four to five players. And essentially, if this guy's taken, get this guy. If this guy's taken, get this guy. And it was Pre- you got some like, flow chart in front of you trying to figure that out? Yeah, it was like, I felt like Tony Stark, just like moving maps with my hand. Like, pretty impressed and also really annoyed. And uh, he ended up winning the whole damn thing just because it was a really good draft for him. And it was a lot of players that none of us really had any stock in. And we were yeah. trying to play that whole, ah, who gives a shit about this guy? Give it to him. And, sure, uh, sure, sure. And then all of a sudden everybody hits. So is there two bye weeks now that there's an extra... No, you just, I mean, what do you mean? In the NFL? No, they're just playing 17 games. So, like, we play the Washington football team on top of, like, the normal schedule. I I just, like, that ad, have you talked about it in your league? Does that, do you keep your week? So, I have have an owner's meeting coming up Sunday. Pray for me. And uh, (laughs) I am advocating to, so right now we do two, there's four divisions, and there's three teams in each division. So you play the two other teams in your division twice, you play everybody else once. And that worked out beautifully all these years at 13 games. So now, some people in the league don't want to add the 14th week. And I, what I want to do is I want to do a call-out week. So whoever won, you get to pick, I want to play Josh in week 14, and so on and so forth. So, you know, if theoretically you think somebody has a shitty team, maybe you can try to get, get yourself a free win, or you can play your rival Maybe it's somebody you don't get to play twice that you want to play again. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of leagues, ESPN just automatically added a 14th week. If you play fantasy yeah. football and like yeah. you just reset your league, it'll just automatically add it. I was wondering. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I have a friend in a league who's concerned. He's like, oh, you know, what if week 17 teams aren't playing or guys are resting? I think it's just going to, I think it's all just going to push back a week. I mean, I think in the same way, like in years previous, week 17, you didn't play fantasy football because right. people might be resting. Mm-hmm. I think that's just week 18 now. But I think week 17 will be just as competitive as all of the week, as all of the week 16s of years previous. Right. That's Like, I don't see why that would be different. I mean, if anything, if the NFL... Unless the, the divisions have, like, leaders that are so far ahead... Well, I mean, maybe, but because they only do the one bye week per conference, like, I feel like teams are gunning longer, you know? I mean, it's like there's an extra wild card spot, too, so, like, 
I just think there's more action at the end of the season now. I mean, that, I don't know. Last year, what was it? Maybe the Chiefs were the only team? I guess team? we'll find out. Yeah, we're, so, I, but you don't yeah. want to find out with a championship game. That's like the bitch of it. No, that's my point. Like, well, we all have to live through this first experience. Sure. Yeah. Sure. No, so like I said, I mean, that's, that's why in my one league, like I said, there's a guy who, you know, is saying we should we should wait. Maybe we don't want to add that week, but I think I love it. And normally fantasy football, if you don't make the playoffs, is 13 of 52 weeks of the year. So it's like one-fourth of the year. Why wouldn't I want to push that more? You know what I mean? Like sure. I'd love to have another week where I have a panic attack on Sunday morning. Do you guys do like a, an all-star just whoever gets the highest amount of points gets an extra side pot or something like that? No, I mean, we, I, like, my league last year, I made, just because, like, I'm a nerd, I'll make this, like, graphic, and I'll call it, like, the Pro Bowl rosters. Yeah. So, as, like, and I have, we have four divisions, but, like, we use, like, a two-conference setup. It's a little convoluted. But so I did, like, Pro Bowl rosters for each conference. And then we talked about doing something – where we would just sort of score it offhand because obviously it wouldn't be sort of built into your your game. But, you know, sort of scoring something the last week to see like which conference was better, but that gets complicated. You got to do that on paper, you know, pen and paper. You got to trust that somebody's doing the math right. But yeah, you could do like a Pro Bowl week. You could do if if you do a league where you collect free agent money. So let's say you got to pay a dollar every time you pick a player up or something. Right. right. Well, you could. Whoever scores the most points the last week of the regular season wins the free agent money. You know, you do stuff like that. I, I like those ideas. You try to keep people at the end. Yeah. As opposed to that guy who's like one and nine and just leaves his injured quarterback in for two weeks or something. Try to incentivize people to like not quit till the end. Yeah, it's it's nice to to win a little something out of it if you're banking on tenth place or something. You ever had one of those like one in eleven or one in twelve years and you're like, I don't think I even like playing fantasy football anymore. Two. Whenever I hear people, whenever I hear people who say they don't play fantasy football anymore, that's like that's what I automatically assume. It's like, oh, you were terrible at it. Like, <laughs> you must have not been good. Because if you're good, if you win, like I've won three titles, I don't think I'll ever not chase that high again. I had a I had a one in twelve season, and it it stings when like when I look back at my like all time records. Oof. We had a guy in our league that was just we tormented him year after year because he sucked for like easily a stretch of five, six years in a row. And he, he was an easy target um, just because his picks were wild and crazy. And he tried to go uh, high risk, high reward. And he went one and 12. Very next year, one at all. Went 12, basically 12 and one. Totally reversed their 11 and two or whatever. And just See, totally the, dominated. The beauty, of, the beauty of my league is we do it like the NFL. So if you come in last place, you get the first pick in the draft and yeah. you get it in every round. See, we still do random order. Oh, yeah. So if you bottom out in the league I'm in, you get the first pick in the draft. Uh, You get the first pick of every round of the draft. So I mean, it's it's pretty easy to go from last to first. We every round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like now, I I lost the championship game, so I pick eleven every round of the draft. So now, even though I made it to the championship game, I'm at like a huge disadvantage. See, we do snakes, so it's mm. but yeah, once we switched to the dynasty thing, we you know, we we tried to like you really got you really had to put your put your dues in. That said, when people land on like a good team, you know, the the team that won last year, they've got this is no no joke now. I mean, I know one of them's hurt, but they have Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, Travis Kelsey, and Devontae Adams. Good God. All on one team. 
you know, it's like now Michael Thomas is hurt, whatever, but they they have an option to keep Julio or Julio Jones in his place. So Yikes. it's like that's just the kind of inequity, you know what I mean, that happens in like a dynasty league like that. You just get somebody who like, wow, yeah, nobody's if everybody does what they're supposed to, nobody's touching that. So now there's there's a team in my this dynasty league I joined in uh, last year, and I picked up kind of a tough squad, and I'll I'll be quick about it, and we're gonna we'll transition to something else here in a second. But uh, this this one team, I don't know, he called himself Darth Vader or something like that, or the Empire, because he amassed the most amazing team, where it's every single position, every single starter, even his bench, are all basically number one guys. Christian McCaffrey along with Saquon Barkley before he got hurt, but then his backup is like, I think they, I think he had Alvin Kamara too. Somehow, he would trade away his number one picks and stuff like that. The guy is just, he's got Patrick Mahomes, he's got Michael Thomas, he's got three number one receivers that all are highly producing players. It's the most efficient team I've ever, my biggest accomplishment in fantasy football, I won a championship or two, but beating him in like week three, was the pinnacle like I? Oh my God! I couldn't believe it, and I and I blew him out because Saquon got hurt. Was that? Is he an asshole? No, he's a super nice guy, which is frustrating, that's man. Good. That's good because it's it's not it's no fun when like the, the like killer in your league is also like the biggest shit talker. That's he likes he likes to try to get people going, but he's so nice that it's it's tough to shit on him. But I mean, we'll shit on him big time if we beat him because he's got the best team I've ever seen assembled. It's a big deal for him not to not win a game and not go undefeated every year. It's, in, it's insane. I don't know. We we also do the draft just to mix it up. We did uh, like snake draft too, but we decided to do whoever came in last place still gets the first spot, and then everything else is totally random. So then you gotta we'll find out who gets what spot after that. So lottery. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I got we do our meeting a couple weeks in advance of the draft. You announce who you're gonna keep. You announce your your red shirt, which is like a, a thing we do with rookie players, and then uh, we do a draft lottery. So the teams that don't make it right. into the playoffs, they go into a weighted lottery to determine the first pick. We've oh yeah, and we've also done. Sorry, I'm correcting myself. It's not last place if you win the toilet bowl championship. So there's a means for you to want to keep winning even if you're not going into the championship. If you win the toilet bowl league, then you get your first pick overall, uh, and then everything else is random. Which I think is could be fun. Good combo. Good yeah, stuff. Yeah. Good. I like to hear uh, different interesting perspectives and different ways to keep things keep things interesting for everybody that way. Keep it spicy. Take a quick break. We'll finish up here in just a second here. guest here we'll do some uh some questions to be honest i think you've answered quite a lot of them that i had kind of listed here as a fantasy football player for years and years and years who's your let's go through the list who's your favorite fantasy expert that you go to fantasy expert i don't really have a 
I just read like um, I try to read like a, an amalgamation of a bunch of things. Yeah. I don't trust one guy. So you're your own expert then. That's good. I am an expert. That's a great. I, that's a great way to put it. <laughs> there you go. Do you have a go-to? Uh, what's your What's your favorite hosting site? Um, I like Yahoo just because it's the one we've used. But I've definitely played on all of them at this point. But I really don't like ESPN. Bugs me for all the sports. Right. I mean, they throw them all into one. Like it just does, it just looks. Clean. Yeah, they all look the same. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. Like yeah. It. Some yep. sort of, but I, I guess I like Yahoo the best. I wish it, I wish there was a way you could like customize these things a little bit more, you know. Yeah, to go deeper. That's what we were talking about last last uh, episode. Is that the Yahoo has more customization, which I really appreciate. Um, ESPN, I feel like they can get away being super simplistic and kind of a catch all because they literally catch all all the sports and they can yeah, get away with it. It has like seven teams in it is for right. How many times uh, have you won in, in your league? Um, I have won the championship twice. Nice. Uh, was it back-to-back, or were they pretty spread apart? Uh, one was in 2011, and the other one was in 2018. So when you won, were you uh, the guy that was a huge dick to everybody, or did you celebrate in a special way? Oh, yeah. I'm the, I'm the league like Bill, for sure. Nice. And I just, like, I talk all the shit. I, you know, I'm the team everyone has a target out for. I have like multiple rivalries. <laughs> That's the best. Uh, yeah, from from one to another, I completely agree. I I won and I made videos every week with me holding the trophy. It was egregious, to say the least. What's your uh, favorite place or preferred place to do the draft at? Um, I we just do it at a friend's house. Wherever I mean, our one buddy he just does it every year at his house. Even no matter where he's lived, I mean, it's always been in Buffalo, but yeah, uh, he just does it in his in his backyard or whatever. He used to be at his parents' house back in the day. So, so you had your the same team name for a long, long time since seventh grade. Uh, is that your favorite team name? I mean, of all the different leagues that you've been in, what's what's your? Uh, I mean, what you- yeah, it's the only one I can even remember. Let alone, I have no idea what my other ones were. <laughs> I'm never like writing cheeky names about like. Alvin and the Chipmunks tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it gets to be a bit much. Yeah. Did that also double as your AIM screen name too? Instant Messenger? Oh, no, but it, I mean, it very My buddy did, uh, when that was a thing, AOL Instant Messenger, my buddy's got a great story of his name's Brian and his uh, middle name is John. And uh, he was big into the X Men. And his favorite character was Beast. And this is a true, 100% true story. His AIM instant messenger name was BJ Beast, unknowingly. And he made a lot of friends within a short amount of time. And uh, had a change of... That was back when you could have fun on the internet. That's right. <laughs> yeah. He had no idea what it, what it meant. Had absolutely no idea. So he had to change that within a couple of weeks. Got a lot of guy friends real fast. AIM, I love it. Anyways... Has there been any recent changes in your league? Or if not, what's like your favorite go-to, I guess, aspect of your league? We did change a bunch of stuff this year. A uh, little tinkering in the like scoring and the rules. And uh, every year, because we do like a quarterback-heavy league, so every year we have people in the league that like 
are trying to change the format of it. And it's like, this is what makes this league different. So stop trying to fuck with it. So there's always like people who don't want the same scoring. They want to like completely reface the scoring. It's like, well, then it's just like every other league. So right. it gets pulled down every time. Nice. Uh, if you had a fantasy for your fantasy, like fantasy venue, bucket list venue to do a draft in, if it wasn't at your buddy's place, where would you want it to be at? I mean, we've been talking about like when you're just like going to Vegas or something. So maybe we'll do that. But Definitely. I don't know about it. A dream one would be like in the Bills war room or something. Yes. I'd like the field house. Yeah. Even that'd be cool. I, well, I even thought just doing it on the field, like they can make some money if they just set up shop on the field. I'm, I'm sure for obvious reasons they don't want to do that, uh, especially if people are drinking. But if you charged groups a certain fee to be on the field on one day, on one weekend, like Labor Day weekend, I feel like they could r- rack it up. But I feel like whoever owns like parking lots near stadiums should just get in on that. Be like, you want definitely. to tailgate and have your draft at the same time? Absolutely. Like, that could be a whole. That could be a whole vibe. Ugh. Good. Well, I got a couple hypotheticals here for you. I'll go a little quicker with them. You've been forced to have a co-manager last minute that you've never met before. Would you rather than be a complete newbie and first timer asking a million questions about everything, or having a long time vet who has a losing track record? With a lot of opinions about everything. I'd have a new, a new person. Yeah, you could train him a little bit, walk him through the motions, teaching moment. If you had to choose to draft with a certain tool, like let's say you have no choice in who you get to pick, it's more either a roll of the dice or a flip of the coin. Which would you choose? To really- a coin and a dice? Wait, what did you say? Like if you were limited to just choosing players and positions, uh, with either a flip of a coin or a roll of the dice, what do you think is a better option? Are those not the same thing? I mean, I, 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 <laughs> kind of, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess dice. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they're not all. They're not all winners. They're not all great questions. Better, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> all right, they're not all great questions. I'll admit that. Uh, let's see. Who's a better draft companion? Draft with. Unlimited craft beer and Mac craft mac and cheese, or Robert Kraft, but he tells you all the secrets about his organization. I'm going with not Robert Kraft. Don't want to talk to him. Yeah, being Bills fans, I don't think anybody really gives a shit. Who would you rather give your play-by-play for the draft? Would you rather have Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg like they're covering the Olympics, or would you have Jim Ross and Jerry the King Lawler? I'd rather have Snoop Dogg just be. Let's see, I would have thought you would have gone with wrestling. Yeah. Snoop Dogg in the weed. That makes sense. Did you guys watch Snoop Dogg commentate on uh, at UFC? What was I it? didn't see that. I saw, I saw like the, the Tyson show fight. Kevin Harder doing at the Olympics, but it kind of got old. I mean, I don't know. It got old after a minute. Like it was, it was funny hearing them talk about a sprinter for a minute, but yeah. He Too was... much. Too much Snoop Dogg. I, he was really good with uh, the Mike Tyson fight. He was highly entertaining, more entertaining than some of the fights that day. But yeah, I think there. I think because of that, he's getting asked a lot more for, to do commentary for people. It's interesting. Yeah, it's like stunt casting kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, let's wrap it up here. Let's do uh, uh, one more. Josh, just to fill in the blank. Draft 
your favorite sexual position? Um, probably girl on top. I'm lazy. <laughs> That's like taking a running back first, I think. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. What's the reverse cowgirl then? Is that the is that the backup? That's like tight end first. <laughs> Uh, very nice. Well, thanks for thanks for joining us. Thanks for your charity today. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll see you. All right, take it easy, fellas. Have a good one, dude. Yep. Later, later. Later. Big thanks to our special guest today, Josh Potter from the Josh Potter Show. Be sure to check out his podcasting show. It's out every single Tuesday. Download and listen to the podcast wherever podcasts are available. This has been another episode of Fix My Lead. Thanks so much for listening. Follow us on Twitter at FMLPod. Subscribe, like, hit the bell, all that fun stuff. Thanks. Thanks.